Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. All right, yeah, the new record we're working on right now. We're actually we're not working on it anymore. We're we're almost done. Can I say that? This album was kind of a surprise attack. It took about uh, exactly six days to make. We only have a certain amount of time. So we could have said, well, let's do the album another time. But instead we said uh, six days. I've done records in one day, sometimes two days. Six days, we can do it. We got songs, we work together, we know each other well. And when you have that pressure, that time crunch, it always gets a better result. It was great to get everybody together, Kevin Elson in the studio, and all of a sudden, new Mr. Big music is alive. First, my first impressions were, it's great to be recording again, because it's always a new adventure. It's not like playing live, it's a whole different animal. Somebody comes up with an idea and it goes through the Mr. Big machine and it kind of comes out sounding like Mr. Big, even though we're not really trying to sound like Mr. Big, we just do because it's us. It's like it's in our DNA. Working with Mr. Big has been a really beautiful experience and Pat and I got along really well. It's just been really, really incredible. Plus we're all in a room, we're playing together. For me, the most successful records and the best records I've ever played on. The first Mr. Big album, Lean Into It, Bump Ahead, Hey Man, we're all done like that. So we wanted to be all together in a room, playing for real, actually singing and playing. We're gonna, Eric's singing in the, in the other room while we're tracking, so we get an idea of what he's doing, and there's actually interaction. We can see each other, and it's like a real band playing. Now, a lot of people may not know, if you're not uh, familiar with uh, how studios work, you can go on one guy at a time, and a piece at a time, and a day at a time, and put a little piece together, piece another piece, and build a record up by little pieces. And so for me, when I hear a band really playing, it's just a different thing than piecing together little parts until you got a song. It's incredible to be thrown in the lion's cage like this. We're not young men anymore. Well, I'm not a young man anymore. It was like a little difficult to just kind of be called one day and just go, hey man, we're gonna make a record in a couple weeks, you ready? And I'm like, what? I, I gotta write some stuff, you know? So I just kind of crammed, like I was cramming for finals, you know, for a big test. We just came into the studio, we said hello for the first time in about six months, six, seven months, and uh, said, uh, all right, what, you, what, have, what have each of us got? You know, we kind of reached into our little bag of tricks and everybody pulled out their uh, CD or, um, MP3, in my case, I didn't ha have time to make any demos, so I kind of did my shit uh, live, put on the acoustic guitar, and, and just kind of strummed it away for, for these guys. It's always pretty intimidating when you do that because, you know, my guitar playing is a lot better than it used to be 26 years ago when we first got in this band. But playing in front of Billy Sheehan and Paul Gilbert is super intimidating because they're all looking at me going, uh, okay, we're seeing what you're trying to do here. You know, I, because most of the shit that I write, really simple, and I just give it to them and then they turn it into uh, a diamond, you know.
Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey, Lee, we got Lee back. What's up, Lee? Oh, um, you got me back? Oh, um, did we have you well, in the well, front well, or the well, back? Well, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I, I was just wondering what, what's on my back. Uh, you going to make me itch. No. Hey, hey, how are you doing, Mark? Did you shave all the back hair? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I try. <laughs> it's kind of hard when you don't have flexible arms, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but when I shave my beard off and my mustache, that's I don't do that because I've got lazy fingers, <laughs> and then I have to sing myself lazy fingers wake right up. You don't want your face to be full of chub. Lazy fingers wake right up. You don't want your face to be full of chub. Was that, and a that new, usually was that doesn't? A new, was that a new song you just made up? Yeah. Oh wow, you should write that down before you forget. Really. Uh, I won't forget unless I try to make myself forget, but sure, why Why the hell not? Yeah, Lazy Fingers. Or call <laughs> yeah, <it>. cool. <laughs> That's a I, cool song. Well, right so today we're going to do a brand new record that's hot off the presses, well, at least a month old. Uh, hmm. I, backstory on this band, I love this band ever since I heard the first album with Addicted to That Rush. I saw them open up for Rush, which was awesome. That's how I first saw them, and freaking Billy. I always was a Billy Sheenan fan from the first uh, Daily Roth record. I never heard him in Talis till after uh, I found out about Mr. Big and Daily Roth. Well, Daily Roth and Mr. Big, but I love Mr. Big. Uh, I just I think this band gets a bad rap because of their ballad "To Be With You." But if you listen to that album, there's a lot of groove. There's a lot of a lot of freaking freaking sluts and freaking I don't know what how to explain a lot of grit a lot of grit and a lot of blues and a lot of freaking hard rock on it and but to be with you is like oh look they're a ballad band just like extreme with freaking more than words you don't freaking listen to the whole album when extreme has another song on there called Susie wants her all day what when they go Susie wants her all day sucker <laughs> Susie wants oh, her yeah. all day what <laughs> you know yeah, <laughs> they don't hear the grit or the song "Porno Graffiti" or "Fly to the Bumblebee." Man, like these bands just get a bad rap for a ballad, you know. But they said they wouldn't change change a thing because it put them on the charts. Yeah, well, better them than me. <laughs> well, this is their uh, ninth studio record. I can't believe they have nine because they broke up for a while. Paul Gilbert left. Richie Cotson came in. And then they broke up, and then they got back together, and, and they've been making some killer records. Like, maybe every two years, there's a new Mr. Big record, and I'm excited. I like this. I wish more bands would make a record every two years again. It freaking keeps me going. And with this Wow. Album, with yeah, um, 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 
a lot of a lot of um, really mediocre albums will keep you going, but uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. Oh God, you think this album's mediocre already? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what I think. <laughs> I, I I was I wasn't just saying this album. I was just saying in general. <laughs> okay. Because I'm an old man and I don't like new music. But go on. Now you just made me think of the uh, Neil Young song, "Old Man, Take a Look at My Life." <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that came out yesterday. Now that's more my powder. <laughs> All right, well, with this album, um, they went back to the producer, Kevin Elson, who produced Lean Into It. And uh, they recorded this album in two weeks. It's oh, like, Yeah, because wow. Kevin, Kevin Ellison had something to hurry up and do, and they said, well, let's get it in. And they just wrote the songs on the fly. It was like together. They were in the studio and just wrote these songs together. You know, a band in a studio together. How weird. Usually now they send things through the internet and make songs up in parts. But these guys wrote the songs and got the groove going in the studio together, which is awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we'll just we'll get into the band members. Eric Martin, lead vocals. Paul Gilbert, guitar and vocals. Billy Sheena on bass and vocals. Pat Torpy, drums, percussion and vocals. And then you have Matt Starr on drums and vocals. The reason Matt Starr is on this album, and he's their touring drummer, and but... Uh, Pat comes up for some songs because he was diagnosed with um, Parkinson's disease, so he he doesn't have the stamina to do a whole show or or a whole album anymore. But they they are such good people. They said we're not quitting. You're still in the band. You're still coming on tour with us. You're going to come out and do the acoustic set. You're going to do this. You're going to play on the albums. You're still a full member of this band. That is fucking awesome. And a day when people just like, oh, I'm going to get a new drummer. Fuck you, you're fucking sick, we need somebody else. No, they fucking stuck with this guy. Fucking awesome. Right on. Right on. I, I, I'm hoping for a group to um, bring me on so when I act all weird, they, they never they never get rid of me because I'm still an original member. But I have to get a group first. Yeah. Well, if you look at the videos, <laughs> the Matt Starr and Pat Torpy are both in the video together, so it's awesome. They're, they're even giving him a video time with them. Oh, okay, so that was two different guys. I, I thought I was seeing double. Just kidding. <laughs> well, you're always seeing double with that vodka, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not drinking vodka today, um, shock of the world. I actually am on coffee. So I'm not going to get too hyper. I'm, I'm going to try and keep everything on a little more mellow keel, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm already on my second beer. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll act drunk. Uh, like, uh, you know what I, I found out I'll the other what day that what drinking beer makes you tired and bloated. Uh, so that's what did it to me. <laughs> I don't know. It makes you tired and bloated. I was telling my girlfriend. I said I think I need to go back to whiskey and rum because I could have three three drinks of that and I still feel energized and ready to do things. When I drink like four beers, I'm like, uh, oh, oh, so so beer, not out, not vodka. Not vodka, it's just beer. Okay, so then there's another reason why I feel tired and bloated. <laughs> At least you're not dead and bloated. <laughs> um, not, not yet. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's get into track. Oh, wait. Before we get into the song, you got to tell me your three free song, your three favorite songs off this album. Okay. Yeah. Um, Defying Gravity. Okay. Good. Everybody uh, good. needs a little trouble. Going for all the singles here, but good. I love all those. And which? No, and um, mean to me. That's a good track too. Yeah. Okay. 
Got them. Okay, let's get in the first track. Open your eyes. What do you think about this one, Lee? Okay, well, um, this is a very interesting song. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I started to give the notes to the next one. Oops, sorry. <laughs> this is the first one. Yeah. Open your eyes. This is okay. Nothing really wrong with it at all, but it sounds too much like a lot of other bands. But this is one of the better songs on here. Open your eyes. I, I, this is my notes. Great groove to start. Gilbert Sheenan, kick ass. Matt Starr. I love the breakdown. It's awesome grooving on this album. I, I like this song. I like grooves, and this band has a good freaking groove, you know? Just get you going to start the record. I love this song, man. It's one of my favorites. But I, I spoiler alert, I kind of like this whole album. <laughs> oh, um, spoiler. You're going to hear um, some stuff you might not want to hear later. Ah, my ears are burning. No, I'm joking. No. All right. Well, since the next track is one of your tracks that you picked, Defying Gravity, we'll come back. So here's Defying Gravity on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Defying Gravity. Uh, what did you think of that track, Lee, since oh, it's one of your ones you yeah. picked? This is a very interesting song. One of my favorite songs here. This song has a really cool and original and rocking style to it. Yeah, I, I love the guitar tone. It sounds weird. It goes... It's like it, it's like cool, and I and I also love the way when Eric Martin's singing, uh, Gilbert goes along with his voice, you know, in in some of the parts. I think that's yeah. really kick ass. I love that. And then um, a solo kicks ass. Uh, and I love how they have they're a very uplifting band with their lyrics. It's not like depressing or anything. They're really like it's like dreams and. Get, get your ass going, man. Things are better than they are, man. I love the fucking lyrics. Eric Martin's awesome, and it and I the solos are all over, not in just one spot. It's like Gilbert picks a solo here and he goes a solo here, solo there. I think it's really cool, man. I love this track. Good track to pick, Lee. Yeah. And then we. Yeah, get, I I agree. Then we get into the next track, which you picked also. So here is "Everybody Needs a Little Trouble" by Mr. Big.
That was Everybody Needs a Little Trouble. What did you think of this track, Lee? Oh, this has a cool Aerosmith vibe to it. I like this song a lot. The best song on here. Yeah, I agree with you, man. This song fucking kicks ass. I love the groove. This band has a great groove, man. And the vocals and the beat is like... Boom, boom, boom. The freaking beat is like infectious in the chorus. I love the lyric when it says, I miss the bliss. Can I get a witness? I like the way he like puts his voice up. Like, like I miss... Like sarcasm. I miss the bliss. Can I get a witness? And it's oh, yeah. awesome. And I like how he goes, I'm game and I'm wild as I want to be. Everybody needs a little trouble. We all need a little trouble. And the musicianship on this song is off the fucking charts, man. It just kicks ass. I just love yep. that. You could tell that this band is having fun together in this track, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. On this on this track, on the good ones, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we get into track number four, Love It. Let's see. what. No, that was wrong. I don't know. It's I was reading Damn, like, I'm, Damn, Damn, I'm in Love Damn, Again. I'm in Love Again, yeah. Song? Um, well, this is almost as good as Mary Chapin Carpenter. I could hear Kelly Willis do a good version of this, but I'll wait for that. <laughs> Something about these guys' singing style taints the song for me. I I, I, I like this song. I think it's a fun little ditty. And um, actually, I sent this song to my girlfriend, Diane, because freaking, I, I love this, man. This is like how, damn, I'm in love again. You know, she freaking like hit me like a fucking hurricane you know no offense to the people in florida and texas okay because i I, yeah i I heard there was a little thing at the atlanta braves game where they played rocky like a hurricane playing to miami marlins and they thought that was insensitive oh Uh, god yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 a cool song it's like that song i forget what's called but go oh 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 Da, 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 da. It's it's some kind of um pop lady singer. It's 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 a cool um country song that I could see a young lady sing. But for me to hear Eric Martin sing this kind of sounds like if Britney Spears' dad shoved her out of the studio and he sang all of her parts or something. You know, oh, it's wow. it's kind of like you know. I mean. Well, maybe not that bad, but I, you know, it's it's a good song, but it's not right for them. That's the way I felt. Oh, okay, I, I love this song, and I send it to my girlfriend. I love I love you, Diane. A little shout out to my girlfriend. She loves it when I do that. All right, well, let's get to uh, track number five, and it's the song you picked again, Mean to Me, so we'll come back. So here's Mean to Me on the Freeform Rock Podcast. What you mean to me 
was mean to me what do you think of that song lee all right yeah even though sheehan and gilbert play really fast on this which does improve the song a lot the song structure reminds me a little bit of old bad company this one i can groove with yeah i said i love i love the pl- the bass and the guitar the way they're playing with each other in the beginning i love the drumming i love the groove good song bridge is awesome and then gilbert yep. and sheehan kick ass in the middle, I love this song. It's freaking so good. Yeah, solo. Like an I have to. Yeah, oh, go on. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I have to say, um, ahead of time, so that I don't have to incorporate it when I'm doing the notes for the rest of the songs. That the soloing are are pretty good. The solos, and there's always at least five or ten seconds of good instrumentation. So. Um, when you hear me talk about some of the other songs, I'm just adding that little part. All right, yeah, the, the, these guys, the, Billy Sheenan and, and Eric and um, Paul Gilbert just play freaking good together, man. They, and the whole band is, is like a freaking great unit together. They, they could kick ass, man. And, and then we'll get to track number six, which is Nothing 
bad about feeling good. What do you think of this one? All right, well, not even close to being perfect, but uh, or by any means, but it has a kind of deep purple vibe, and some of it I like. Of the rest of the songs on the album, this is the best, and that's not saying a heck of a lot. Yeah, I like. I think it's a good ballad. I love it. Uh, love, love the background vocals and the acoustic guitar. Freaking, it just. I, I like it. They're good at it. They're good at ballads, but they are good at rocking. Like we talked about their rocking songs so far. It's a good. Yeah, song. I halfway agree. Yeah, it's a good song, and they're good at ballads, but they're good. I think they're better when they fucking just kick ass and let everything go out the window. <laughs> yeah, that is sing. what I agree on. They fucking kick ass. I think they should jam more, but I do like the ballads. It's, it brings the album down a little bit, but fucking I love this song. Yeah, it, it brings me down too. <laughs> Don't bring me down. No, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we get into track number seven, Forever and Back. What do you think of this one? Um, I never thought I'd hear a song that would make me want to put on Summertime Girls by Y&T <laughs> because it's heavier. Someone in the mixing room must have wanted to play a joke on Billy Sheehan and Paul Gilbert by having Jonathan Cain from Journey re-record everything and release it as a Mr. Big album. I just put, uh, I like the lyric, love, tr uh, try, I, I get the Jonathan Cain re reference because he says trying to do right by the Lord in the song and, and you know he's like Mr. He uh, must have think that Jonathan Cain is God and if that's the case that's <laughs> that's scary go on. I think it's a great ballad that I love it I like that lyric where he says try to do right by the Lord because I, I, I like how they're not a Christian band but they have a lot of like Christianity in the lyrics it's freaking cool they have a lot of things they're so uplifting yeah. I love this band without getting too Christian-y you know what I mean? Um it put me down when I heard it. <laughs> you know, right. if, if, if you're talking about having a 400-pound Batman sit on my back is lifting me up, then fine. <laughs> Boy, dang, if a 400-pound man, man sit on your back, I don't think he'd be alive, Lee. Yeah, well, um, this... Yeah, but with this song, just... I'm still alive, though, so so I guess it was only a 300-pound guy. So you got up and started singing Pearl Jam, I'm Alive? <laughs> You're going live. I, 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 I hid the video. I hid I'm my video. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still ow. I'm still ow. Damn, that was a good synopsis of that song. And then we get into <laughs> track number eight. She's, she's the. God, I can't even read. She's all coming back to me. To now. me now. Yeah. What do you think of this one? I stopped listening to this type of pop crap when I was six, and that's because I broke the record. When I told you I didn't want to review Bon Jovi, I meant it. <laughs> I thought next week we were doing Bon Jovi these days. What happened? Ow! <laughs> I guess I told you in my mind and forgot to give the real life memo. No, you told me that when you were drunk that <laughs> you wanted to listen to Bon Jovi these days. You love the song uh, Hey God. Uh, I thought I said I wanted to listen to my salami <laughs> be the brave, and I fucked it up. My, 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 my salami. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, then we get into track number nine, 1992. What do you think of this one? It started out okay, but then Mr. Fake Jeff Tate had to start singing, and then the song got ruined for me. Oh, wow. I love this song. It's biographical about them because, you know, they had a number one song in 1992 to be with you. I think the Oh, song... go ahead. This must have been the biographical song. We sucked back then with that song, so we might as well give a follow along. <laughs> I, I love to be with you, man. That was a great track. Man, but I, but my favorite song off that album is a little too loose, and you haven't got into that album. You got to listen to that one because I got a little too loose in Oklahoma City. It's about you drinking right. too much vodka. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 give it a shot. Yeah, I like this song, and it's it's kind of like how they said the the record company trashed them after that after that album and dropped them from the label and fucking. But the fans. Just kept going, man. The fans kept them going and propping them up. I fucking love this song. Yeah, if a lot of their fans are exactly like you, then of course they're going to have a lot of fans. <laughs> Come on, Lee. You know they're great musicians. You know they fucking kick ass. Come on. I do. I do. I like Billy Sheen and Paul Gibber. I'm just. I'm just. I, I feel like someone probably forced them to do these ballads, and I feel like, damn. You know, I'm sorry. Nobody you forced know? them to do ballads on this, man. They they do and, their and own I, shit now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have to like all these ballads. I mean, you're a good guy, and a lot <laughs> of what you like is good. So I'll I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then we get into track number ten. Nothing at all. What do you think of this one? Hmm. Some of this song was neutral for me, and I didn't mind it, which is better than if I didn't like it. But then there were other parts that made me think I didn't like it. Dang, we're just breezing through this album. <laughs> yeah, um, like the producer breezed through it too. Oh, wow. <laughs> they recorded this in two weeks, man. That was freaking awesome. I oh. think they did a good job. Oh, um, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll not, I'll not say any more about that. That's <laughs> okay. And then we get into track number 11 in the album called Be Kind. What do you think of this one? All right, well, this song makes David Lee Roth's version of California Girls sound like Judas Priest's Desert Plains by comparison. I'm not a fan of that hokey, corny, fake Frank Sinatra, that's life type of rock. Just because David Lee Roth did it on Eam and Smile doesn't mean it's a good idea. But that last part, the fast jam at the end, is awesome. And they should have cut out the rest of the song and just do that. <laughs> I, I like the song. It's, I call it bluesy pop. Good ending, uplifting song to end a classic Mr. Big record. Oh. And, and come on, we all need to be kind to people, right? I think it's a freaking great message in the song. You know, be kind. You know, and, and you're mm -hmm. right. That, that freaking jam at the end, they should have just made another track on it. Freaking made song number 12 on it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish that the whole album could have just been a 40-minute version of that stuff. <laughs> that that would have been really good. 40-minute version of that stuff. Frickin' yeah. jams, doesn't it, at the end? It's like, oh, yeah. Frickin' Sheen and the drummer. Like, I love Eric. You don't like Eric Martin's vocals? Uh, uh, 
I, I like them on some songs. Like but yeah, I um, I I guess he he kind of sounds a, a little bit too, like like he's trying to be more of a like he's trying to, like 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 he's trying to be a singer instead of just be a singer. Like instead of just going da 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 da, he's going watch this da 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 da, or I don't know. I'm, I I can't really. Uh, I can't sing that well, so I guess this is the opinion of a Mr. Out-of-Tune guy. But, but yeah, he's better than me. I'll say that much. Uh, Eric Martin, his solo stuff is pretty crappy. But when he's oh. with Mr. Big, because he's more, like, pop and Britney Spears sounding. It's like, oh. weird. He, did for, he did a cover of Celine Dion's freaking song from Titanic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's the was. guy who maybe he's the guy who's who's putting all this pop stuff on their album. Maybe they maybe Sheen and Gilbert need to just be alone with with um with, I'll I'll think of some guys that they should record with and then they should do an album. Well Sheenan's doing an album with uh uh what is it? Uh Portnoy right now from Dream Theater. And uh, oh. he, he already did an album with a. Uh, he was with Richie Kotzen on uh, Winery Dogs. Have you heard the Winery Dogs albums? Um, not not much. Not much. I I uh, like like maybe two seconds. Two seconds of the Winery Dogs. Oh, the Winery Dogs. Yeah. Is really, you like blues rock? Those albums are really good. Oh okay, I'll check. I'll them have out. to. I'll have to listen to them. Yeah, they just released a live album, and he and he has another album with Portnoy. And you ever heard of Jeff Scott Soto? Um, yeah. He has an album with him. It's called Sons of Apollo. It's a new band. They sound really good. Kick ass. Okay, well, it's, I do like Jeff Scott Soto, so I guess that that's gonna be fun to hear. Yeah, uh, it's it's more like Dream Theater, prog rock. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, they're right really on. good, man. I want to get. I can't wait to hear the rest of the album. I've heard the song. I'll send you a link to the new video they have out. It's oh, cool. thanks. Yeah, it all sounds these really good. And it yeah, also all... has Derek Sherinian, who was the first keyboard player on Dream Theater. Oh, okay. With with yeah. them on that album and um, some oh, other. Wow. It has. A, it's a pretty pretty super group. Wow. Yeah. All these people are doing all these new groups and albums. I can't even keep up. It's like. By the time I hear one album, they come out with six more. It's like, wait, I can't hear it all, you know? <laughs> I know, I feel so, freaking my CDs are just stacking up here. I, I'm getting so many albums from uh, from Amazon right now, it's just killing me. I can't I can't listen to all of them. I just got the new Lynch Mob, which is pretty good. Yeah, I used to buy a whole bunch of albums at the thrift stores and stuff like um, some of the stores you know 25 cents an album and you buy 10 albums and it's like at the end of the day i heard all 10 but you know that was back before i had a life you yeah know? i've been going to the uh the, the uh thrift stores and i begin i got all four solo kiss albums for four dollars cd wow yeah and man great condition you know i don't like two of them but <laughs> oh yeah I only I, like the Paul and the Ace albums. <laughs> I I kind of agree with you. 
I mean, I kind of, well, I, I kind of knew that Peter had some ballads and some rock and stuff, so I, I kind of figured half of it would be okay, but the Gene album is like, you know, I, I, I can't even wake up when I hear it. I need coffee just to shut off the phonograph when I hear that album. Yeah, the Dream so- Gene solo albums kind of suck. Like, that album Asshole is kind of crappy. Um, yeah, it's it's like, there's actually a few good songs in it, which is surprising, but as a whole album, it's like, put on some tuna fish and some strawberry ice cream and some bananas and some rice crackers and mix it up and call it a meal. It's like, yuck. You know, wow. it's it's like um like like he he'll put one song and another song that doesn't even fit. Kind of like let's put a Britney song and a Metallica song and a Rush song and a Jerry Valley song and let's just make an album. Wee. That's funny. You know, yeah. It's like um <laughs> on another podcast that I heard um <clears throat> one guy said. Gene needs to have someone come in and tell him, no, do good songs, so that when he tries to sneak in a bad song on an album, the producer stops him and says, no, Gene, keep the good songs. Don't don't put in the bad, you know? He needs someone to come in and guide him. <laughs> yeah, but I heard Gene's solo tour is really good right now. Oh his, yeah, or his band is really, really kicking ass. I heard them on the, the Decibel Geek. They were talking to the, his backing band, and they sound like they're having fun. And they're bringing out old Kiss songs that he hasn't played before. Yeah, they uh, they are good. Yeah, I I heard he's better than Kiss live now. Wow, that's not too surprising. I think it's because of Paul. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think that <coughs> Paul kind of needs to stop worrying about his um, hairdo and his lipstick and just start thinking about rocking again. Yeah, I, I, I think he needs to like rest his voice and get another vocal surgery and stay and not sing for a year. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I, um, <clears throat> I would even I would be better on vocals right now. Should I not be because, vocals? I'd be better on yeah. vocals. I could sing I could say, love gun, love gun, better than him, man, at least I'm not cracking. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, hey, I'd pay just to hear you play, because I'd want to make a bet, how long will he stay on stage before Gene says, get off? <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw the acoustic you know? thing they did in Japan, mm-hmm. where Gene was given him the cut signal with his throat, right? Yeah. He says, Paul, yeah, you're going to ruin your voice. Yeah, um, I, I would say the best way to do it is you go up on stage and you start running around and singing. So when Gene chases you, he can't catch you. That's the best way to stay on stage the whole night. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, I have an I have a record that I want to pr- promote. It's Lynch Mob, the new Lynch Mob. It's called Brotherhood. And uh, speaking of uh, people doing all these damn groups, you know, he also had a new album by KXM. You ever heard of KXM? Um, not really. It's with Ray Luzier on dr- drums. He was on the DLR album, and he's also in Corn now, the drummer. Really great drummer. And he wow. also has uh, Doug Picnic from King's X on vocals and bass. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, so you should. They wow. have two releases out. You should check them out. Uh, check them out, Lee. They're pretty good. Wow, that's okay. KXM, and also he's he also has a new Sweet and Lynch album coming out next month too. So this guy is like fucking all over the place. <laughs> George Lynch. Oh, what's wow. That? Wow, that's, that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, I um, I'm I'm kind of like um, George a, George Lynch. Some of the stuff is pretty good. Yeah, we had a little feedback there. Going, oh. <laughs> oh, was that me? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, oh, you mean I? Uh, Were you oh, doing some Fritos? Uh, I I was I was moving some some plastic dinner um trays so that I could try and find a CD. Oh, okay. Well, check out KXM. They got two albums. Uh, the first one and the new one, Scatterbrain. It's really good, dude. I, you like oh, okay. Um, I haven't heard too much of them. Oh, you should listen to King's X, dude. They should have been bigger than they were. They're such a great album. Listen to Gretchen Goes to Nebraska. Um, okay. Check it out. And, uh, Dave, do you want to review an album next week? What album would you like to review? Um, how about if I get back to you? You can get it. back to me on that. We'll get back to any uh, records you want to suggest oh, for the fans. Oh, I, I would say a really good album is by Carlos Santana and Buddy Miles. Called Carlos Santana and Buddy Miles Live. That's a pretty heavy-duty, kick-ass album. It has songs like Marbles and Lava, and it has a live version of Evil Ways, and it has some called Freeform Funkified Filth, which is like a 20-minute jam session. And um, Buddy Miles played in Band of Gypsies with Jimi Hendrix. But this is like really, really heavy stuff. And it's pretty damn good. So that's what I think would be a good thing for people to hear. Would you like me to play a track off that album as your track of the week? Um, the, the first song... Um, well, the first song and the second song kind of go together because it's sort of like a, a four or five minute medley, but, but um, it's marbles and, and then it gets into lava. And lava is just kind of like just an extended version of marbles, like they just continue to jam for a couple more minutes. So we'll just put marbles and lava together. Yeah. Okay, so right now we're going to play... On the Freeform Rock Podcast, Marbles and Lava by Carlos Santana and Buddy Miles. And then after that, we're going to play the Lynch Mob new single called Main Offender. All right, Lee, you have a great day, man. And thank okay. you for being on here. Oh, get back oh, to me on um, what we're doing next week. Okay, I have an idea, okay. if you're into it. Um, um, are, are you into doing an older group? I'm into like, doing an older group. I like you got me into the the Jay Giles band, the older shit. I never heard of that. It's really good. How about... The first album by Sugarloaf. Sugarloaf, okay. They they did an they, they, they did a song back in the seventies called Don't Call Us We'll Call You. I okay. don't know if you ever heard it, but um this is from before then. And they, they had the song Green Eyed Lady. I don't know if you ever heard that one. No, I haven't even heard but, of the band. But but yeah, um yeah. I just saw that right now because I think that well, you might dig it. What album do you know the album yet? Oh, oh, it's it's just called Sugarloaf. In fact, I'll give you the link. All right, thank you. Yeah, we'll do that okay. tomorrow. So uh, we'll do that next week. I mean, 
So here's Carlos okay. Santana and Buddy Miles with Marbles and Lava, and then the Lynch Mob with Main Offender. You guys have a great day, and God bless, and check out the Amazon link, and check out Lee's podcast called... Uh, the Lee Gerstman Show. The Lee Gerstman Show on Spreaker, right? Yep, and I think I also fixed whatever was wrong with my Podbean, so if you want to check out my Podbean, it's called Cheese and Shaving Cream, and... And I think now the link is not Lee underscore Gerstman. It's now just Lee Gerstman, um, podbean.com. All so, right, man. So you'll be on yeah. iTunes, too, somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Spreaker, um, I'm also, I set up on iTunes. Cool. Um, and I could go so leave you a review. Yay. I'm, 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 hoping, I'm hoping that iTunes said, yeah, we'll accept you. Um, but, but yeah, so if, if they did, then feel free to leave a review because I ain't doing this for nothing. I mean, I am doing it for nothing money wise, but I mean, I ain't doing it just for me to stroke my ego. I'm doing it for everyone to stroke my ego. So, (laughs) so, so, so please feel free to tell me what you think anybody, even if you don't like it, if you give me some feedback, that's better than ignoring me alright man so we're okay. going to play the tracks to take us out take it easy Lee till next week and I will be talking right. to you on Facebook as always okay alright All right. take care man take it easy okay. man later All right. oops
Hey, 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 DJ Big Bushy here. And if you like the beer cold, the women hot, and the music loud, then get your ass to the biggest party on that metalstation.com, the Big Bushy Power Hour. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Bushy Power Hour. It's the biggest party with the biggest beer. Hey, everybody. This is Lee Gerstman. And if you want to hear me more than just me blabbing, you can hear me on my podcast. I am on Spreaker. And my podcast is Lee Gerstman's so all you have to do is look on Google for Lee Griffin's show and you will see me and I will have plenty of interesting things for you to hear if that's your bag but if not listen anyway <laughs> take care everyone here's some podcasts I like to listen to Cheap Talk with Trick Chat the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Metal Raps with Mark Striegel. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFont. The Cassius Morris Show. And the Pods and Sods Network. You guys have a great day and keep rocking. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Check out my Amazon link and tell a friend. Thank you.